0: Well, everybody, look who we have here. Ferranta here. You may know him as Dr. Mercer from Dead Space. Mate, how are you?
1: I'm doing what of you.
0: Very, very well, man. It's great to have you on the show. Now, we're just saying before we started recording here that you're a global superstar, mate. You are a jet setter. You know, one day you'll be in San Fran, the next you'll be in South Asia. Tell us about this lifestyle and how I it's come just to be.
1: I'm just trying to pay my bills <laughs>
0: all.
1: <laughs> it all boils down to that you know yeah. you know as I was saying earlier um you know it, this particular profession that, that I that I belong to um, you really do need to develop a muscle which kind of helps you in in being as untethered. Or, or or unanchored as you possibly can be. Like mm. you can get a call, you know, next day, tomorrow, and it has happened to me, where you get a call and they go, "Well, can you be on a flight, either tonight or by six o'clock in the morning?" <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. yeah. And they're oh, like, yeah. Mm, I guess, I guess, I guess, I can do that. Well, if you get a to so, me in private or business, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Believe me, I'm I'm no fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh
0: yeah, yeah so uh, your your roots are from Pakistan, right? Is that where you grew up or yeah, yeah, so yeah.
1: i I was born I was born in the u s uh, yeah, my parents were studying then, and then the first you know i I would say until my teenage, uh, I was in Pakistan with the exception of few years when I was in England um, and then I moved to the u s when I was seventeen. By myself,
0: yeah. And and what was that decision based out of? Were you nervous about that because you're still a young, not even a man at that point?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was. It had more to do with the circumstances uh, where you know. I mean, so we we had at that time. This was. I'm dating myself now, uh, but this is when the Soviet-Afghan War was happening. Okay and and pakistan was kind of an in- integral part of it because afghanistan is a locked is a landlocked country so all the supplies everything goes through pakistan and that had an adverse effect on pakistan the crime went up things went crazy we got a dictatorship and i was a young guy with a lot of hormones running around and not too much brain so i was getting in trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah what is so, yeah, it like so I, yeah? It was better for me to leave rather than to stay.
0: Yeah. So what is what's the country like now? Because I know and, and I'm basing my knowledge off the Australian cricket team, which is very interesting. Cause I was watching the the latest documentary which follows yeah. the the cricket team and they they finally went back to Pakistan, I think, last year or, yeah. or recently. Yeah. And Pakistan was so happy to have them there. You know, it was a really sort of great moment. I'm wondering, yeah. is, is the country coming back? to uh,
1: you know the the problem with countries like pakistan is that mm. you know it's 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 up and down you know uh and and because there, there are too many moving parts you know mm. for example i mean you know when you when you talk about democracies democracies work the best when the literacy rates are high you know because you understand what your what your rights are how to exercise them what is you know, all of that anyway mm. uh pakistan goes up and down you know um Right now, the economy is not doing so well uh, because of the exchange rate and dollars and all that. Mm. But so it's it's up and down, up and down, and up and down most of the time. Right. Beautiful. So tell me, when
0: did you start getting into acting? And when did you find this passion? Because, I mean, you've been in games, theater, Mm. TV, movies, commercials. Like What haven't you done, really?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? What I have not done, which is so funny, is I actually know I have done one. uh, (laughs) There you go. That just proves my point. Yeah. No, I started. uh, So yeah. So my story is that I am third generation in performing arts. And that's what my parents did. That's what my grandparents did. So not that there was any pressure or anything, but it's just one of those things when, you know, when in a household, that's what the, that's a conversation that happens a lot. Mm. It becomes, kind of becomes part of your DNA. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't start off. I, In retrospect, I always wanted to be an actor. I have to say that, you know. But uh, when I was young, there was this, battle between um mind and heart you know mm. mind mm. wanted to do something that was logical and heart wanted to do something that was beautiful <laughs> you know, so, yeah. yeah and and the heart won out you know yeah. in the end and so so yeah so i got my i got my training in it i got my masters in it um i did my undergrad in it my my graduate work in it uh worked at in repertory theaters for for uh, a long time, um, kind of, I try to keep myself keep my foot in all of it, you know. As as you mentioned, uh, it it gives me some variety as 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 an actor or as an artist to kind of you know uh, deal with that. That's kind of nice, and it also kind of gives me this ability to stretch myself. And also, this business is very fickle, mm. you know. So if you do one thing and you do it well enough, you will be offered that thing over and over and over again, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Which, which makes sense because, you know, it's the same thing as like, you know, if Coke sells, put more shell, more Coke on the shelf, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But but eventually what happens is that the person who's drinking the Coke gets tired of that taste. So you want, you want to change the taste. Right. So as an actor, what I need to do is that I need to keep bringing stuff out that people haven't seen me do so that when this one particular kind of characters or whatever start to kind of go on the uh, go downhill, there's the other variety. So you kind of want to expand yourself. So that's so that's what I've been doing. I mean, for example, I was telling you earlier, I'm going to go do actually Talking about theater, uh, talking about cricket. I'm actually going to South Asia and uh, Dubai to do a movie about uh, a cricket uh, personality. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What per- yeah, can yeah. you can't say what personality? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a, it's a Pakistani bowler uh, whose name was Shoaib Uh Shweb yeah. Akhtar was right. I mean, he was one of the top yeah. yeah. bowlers. Uh, you know, in history. Um, so I'm going to go shoot uh, his biopic and I get to play his coach and his mentor.
0: Oh, that sounds, that sounds that It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fun. Congrats
1: on that. Mac. And then I come back and then I do uh, Macbeth. <laughs> this so. is so different. <laughs> You're
0: talking about know, being right? podcasted
1: and then you've got, <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it's amazing. But so, were you familiar with this gaming world coming in? Because I know you did Call of Duty Black Ops, a brief
1: role yeah. here with that game. Yeah, I, I, I. To be honest, I was not. I, hmm. I did not know too much about the game. And when I was offered it, I went into a panic, trying to figure out what this game is all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't play it but I figured that it's. I, I want to know the character, but that side of the participation as an audience is not what I need as an actor. No, you know yeah. that's the other side. you know I need to create a a a, a real character. A character. yeah yeah, that people can 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 connect to, uh, whether it's 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 a it's whether it's a negative connection or a positive connection. you know?
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, I noticed, um compared to the original dead space game with this one, I found that your character portrayal was a bit more nuanced, a bit more. There was there was more complexity to the character than mm-hmm. in the original game. Was that something that you brought to the character? Was that a bit of direction from the guys at EA? A motive? What? How did you come up with this guy?
1: Yeah. Look, I mean, a, a few things. I mean, uh, the guy who actually, the actor who played Mercer before, Naveed, is a good friend of mine, and he did a great job. So. Yeah, oh, he's great so, as
0: well, yeah. Not taking away from him.
1: No, no nothing. nothing. Uh, for me, it's something that, that I always think about a lot when I am approaching a character. It doesn't matter what medium I'm working in, you know, uh, is... How to make in especially when you're playing somebody bad, you know, they're delicious roles because you have <laughs> they must be fun. They're, they're uh, so they're so fun. They're so fun because you know, you can pretty much do anything you want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so there's, there's that that beauty. But but in order, and although this is a, a video game and all that, but the human factor has to be put in, you know. Um the nobody gets up in the morning and i say this almost in every interview that nobody gets up in the morning and goes you know what aha i'm going to be the most evil person in the world today (laughs) 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 yeah
0: yeah i don't think so i think you're right unless
1: unless you're totally bananas right yeah yeah but my point is that when you start to fill in a character you want to fill in what is the obvious arc of that character mm. because you have to go there from point a to point z that's one thing but i think you also need to create a matrix for the character in which you you create you're not just a, a you're not just a u- utility tool that's moving the story forward but you're also expanding as the character in that world right so, I always try to look for look for those ways of expanding the character and trying to find ways that kind of keeps the character slightly a mystery mm-hmm. to the audience, you know, because especially the time that we live in right now, the minute we figure a character or somebody out, you know, we go to our phones and we're texting, right. <laughs> So as an actor, my job is to, when I feel that, you know, they might have gotten enough of this, I need to turn the dial enough so that the audience also cocks it, its head and goes, oh, hold on. Let me figure out what what this new thing is all about. You know, so so you kind of create that kind of a path.
0: That's the perfect representation of what you did in this game, I feel like. There was always this mystery yeah. about him. And I never felt like, you know, he, you went too far with the role either. I I, could, I feel like sometimes <laughs> actors in video games may go a little bit too big in their performance. You know what I mean? You, as you said, you kept it real. Is it, is that because you tried to relate to him in a human level?
1: Yeah, no, both. And, and you know, the other thing, uh, so absolutely because I want to relate to him and I wanted to create a bridge between, <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, you know, uh, we all have our dark sides, and we all have our light sides. It's easier for us to accept our light, lighter sh- shades of gray than our darker shades mm. of gray. But you need to find that way to kind of com- to convey that person's, you know, whatever. Uh, that's that's very important that that you do that. Uh, and at the same time, you also want to make the character have a full life, you know, in mm-hmm. the game. And my, one of the things that I, I thought about a lot was that especially with a video game, if you go too big, look, not everybody is going to be able to play that game in one day, right? Correct, yeah. They're going to to keep on going back to it. They're going to keep on going back to it. They're going to keep on... It's Mm -hmm. not a film. film, you see it, you know, two hours, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's done. You know, so so you want to keep a, a delicate balance so that it doesn't become too much for the for the player to go oh my god now he's speaking again (laughs) (laughs) you know so you want to you want to you want to respect and honor the the player also at the same time yeah so is
0: this your uh, did you do performance capture for this one and the whole get in the suit and was that your first time doing that
1: no, I did it for call uh, you did do call it
0: for you did do it yeah, for card yeah, yeah, I yeah did yeah, that
1: yeah. and I've done I've done uh, you know motion capture for films and stuff yeah uh, this is this is very different because in film that's a very different kind of a motion capture uh, video games are are very different and I have such respect for uh the other actors who are in the game because I am not a video game, you know, actor as much no no uh, so right so but man i mean these guys were so precise you know with with everything you could just see it they they know it they know how to how to how to play with it they know how to use it for them and you know i love that kind of a thing because it gives me not only am i you know doing what i love to do but it also then i go to school right i mean yeah learning learn Mm. learn from people yeah 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 and
0: tell me like what's the differences you said it is different from from movies games motion capture what are the big differences i'm curious
1: well well, some of the uh, differences is that because films the the action is not is not being guided by the audience. the The way you do it is a little different because it's it's more presentational. You know, when when you're when you're working with with a video game, mm-hmm. it's you know it's 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 interactive. So so it it kind of you, you have to adjust yourself enough. You know, mm-hmm. uh, dimensions are different. The way you you're working is different. You know, when you're working for, for film, all the everything is being this way being done. Uh, so so there, there's subtle differences which which I can feel. They're not major, but they're adjustments, they're timing adjustments. There is placement adjustments, you know. Um when when you you're holding a gun in your hand, it might not be a gun, it's a piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you find that restricting? being in that mocap suit
0: or do you find it freeing? Because I get a lot of actors on the show that say that they liken motion capture to theater in a way. It's very freeing. It's very
1: I you, you know, know you 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 really just stole the words out of my mouth because I always say <clears throat> that because I I have a a pretty big theater base. Uh, so hmm. I'm always an actors who, you know, who try to do all of these things, you know, back and forth. And and I've always found that that theater actors other, other genres also but but especially for for science fiction and for video games uh can can actually bring something really unique and I'll tell you why first of all, because although you're doing motion capture, uh, your voice becomes a very very important part of the the experience, you know, and and theater people do have that ability to actually use their their vocal instrument a little bit more um, effectively than people who just do film and TV because you're always speaking in the mic, uh, you know. I haven't thought about that, so, but so you're completely that. right.
0: It's not just the movements and the presence; it's the voice. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's the voice. So, so there's that side. The other side is. That especially if you do, if you've done a lot of classical theater, you know, uh, classical theater really lends itself well to science fiction and video games. And I'll tell you why. Really? Because mm. the stakes are very high, always. Mm. You see, you're always talking about when you're doing theater, when you're doing Shakespeare, you know, kingdoms are at, at risk. Or if you're doing Greek tragedies, gods are, you know. In the, uh, in the house, right? So everything is like, you know, civilizations can be destroyed because of it or, or humanity can be erased. That kind of, that scale is something that theater actors understand well. And on top of that, because when you go to theater, by turning on a light, you say it's a day, and by turning it off you say it's a night and by by banging on a on a metal sheet you say it's it's thunder and it's the actor's job to make it almost visual for the audience wow right mm. so so when you talk about green screen and all of that it's easier for theater actors when they go on to green screen or when they go on to like motion capture and all that to be able to visualize all that and convey it to the audience, mm. at least that, that's my, that's my opinion. Because you've already done it in a in a way, in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Do you still, it, 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 more ancient, like more, uh, you know, uh, like <laughs> yeah. Barney Rubble kind of a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you still, I'm, I'm curious, do you still get nervous after all these years of working in the business in, in any aspect? Do you ever get nervous getting in front of a camera now or do you thrive under pressure? or even on the stage
1: I love, I love the pressure i i love that that feeling of being able to step into somebody's shoes and make it believable and and have that pressure of for for whatever amount of time to push everything that's happening in your life and in your soul and let it take a rest for a minute and assume this, you know, this this other person's life for a minute. I love that. And I love the pressure and I love the audience out there. I never think of the audience as, as an enemy. They're always my friends. I always find them to be the final character in all of these experiences. I you love know, especially that. the final theater. character. Yeah. The final character. Exactly. Nice way I to mean, put it. Yeah. A, yeah, I mean, it's, it's true in video games, it's true in theater. You know, I mean, the audience will come in. And they will come in with unspoken, you know, unbeknownst to each other, they're 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 strangers, but they bring in a collective sense of tragedy, a collective sense of of comedy, and then you adjust. And I love that mystery of solving the audience a little bit.
0: What a great, yeah, yeah. that's it's amazing. Um, have you ever played a? Yeah. When's the last time you reckon you played a game?
1: No, oh, it's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and the reason is very simple. <clears throat> the reason is that I have such an addictive personality. That it will be, if I, and I have done this, I, when I play a game, it I get obsessed. I could be like, you know, there could be, I don't know, doing surgery <laughs> on me and my mind, you know, my mind would be thinking about, you know, about the game, so... So it's better that I kind of uh, keep myself away from
0: it. <laughs> I'm also. I also wanted to know about the final scene, the sort of. I, I guess you could call it a death scene, but I still think he could be alive. You know, we never see that. The eyes roll on the back of the head. We never see the body. You know, that's that's the. What do you? How do you feel? Look,
1: I I feel that, and and I, I'm I'm. Lumping this in with science fiction, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I always feel that in science fiction and soap operas, unless you have seen the head come off the <laughs> shoulders and flush <laughs> down the toilet, and then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It, you know, <laughs> it, it's it true. Is, it it's is possible. true. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a totally, yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you if they did do a a sequel, uh, uh rem- remade the second game and and brought you in, how how do you think you'd approach the character then? Would you would you do something different with him? Would you?
1: I, I, I would I would go deeper with him because I think yeah. now that this version is out there, I think it gives me uh, enough um, fuel to 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 actually kind of like you know dig a little deeper. And see what more we can find in there. i I would love to find some some vulnerabilities in him more, yeah you, know, you know, i I think I think vulnerabilities are a good reason for you to actually sometimes do really bad things. you know and and if i if i if we go further, I would love to kind of like try to find those kind of layers and those kind of uh, mm. you know, little little nuances in
0: there. Now, I, I know I've got a lot of um, subscribers that love the Marvel films, and they might recognize Ooh. you from, you know, what kicked off the whole revolution of Marvel films, really. Iron Man back in 2008, yeah. I think it was, wasn't it? 2008. 2008 yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Bridges, Robert Downey, Jon Favreau. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about that experience, if you. I mean, it was quite a long time ago now, but what do you remember from it, that?
1: It, it was one of the one of you know one of the most memorable experiences, and I'll, and uh, one of the reasons being that, you know, you you talked about the cast and the director. Um, that particular Iron Man was the flagship film for the Marvel Universe, right? I mean, that was the that was the strategy of Marvel to launch this one and you know and then you know here we are um, yeah so the, the the beautiful thing about it was that it wasn't uh Downey's genre right i mean he hadn't done a superhero movie uh jeff hadn't done a superhero movie uh john hadn't done a, su- a superhero movie so what that did was that it created a really wonderful collaborative environment everybody wanted to do you know the best that they could Mm. you know so you know every morning we would get together and talk about the scenes the writers would be there We, we could change things we could play with them we could suggest things uh that was that was beautiful and uh, to be able to work with some of like people like Jeff Bridges, man, or even, or, or Robert, you know, I mean, these are people who are not just good.
0: These oh, are people who yeah. yeah,
1: you know? Uh, so again, going back to that idea of being a student, I love doing that because it it helps me at least attempt to bring my A game. if i have my air game it'll probably come but
0: (laughs) yeah i i you know and and also i've been watching uh jeff bridges you know you and him reunite i guess in in the old man i'm only a few episodes Mm. in it's a great little show as well
1: it is uh unfortunately you won't find me too much in there and i'll tell you oh really uh, i'll tell you because uh Originally, my 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 character was introduced in an in episode three, and then after six, his storyline gets would got really big, big, right? But what unfortunately what happened was that we were shooting it, and Jeff Bridges was diagnosed with lymphoma. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's totally fine, and he's like recovered and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. that happened, and COVID hit at the same time. Oh yeah. So in order to finish the season, they cut it short from I think thirteen to seven. Oh wow. Yeah 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 yeah. So so what what you see on TV right now is a very condensed version of the original season that that we were trying to shoot. Ah oh, damn, that sucks. So man, yeah. COVID really threw so maybe- a lot a lot out, didn't it? Yeah yeah so maybe maybe next season we'll we'll pick it up
0: who knows yeah yeah so of all the tv series you know you've been in and lost and and all the movies you've been in what would you say was was there a pivotal moment in your career was there a pivotal role that you feel like took you to the next level or that uh, <clears throat> yeah
1: look i i look at I, I look at my work as, as more as the body of work rather than one particular character, one particular opportunity. Mm. Um, I think sometimes people ask me what was the favorite character that you played, right? I mean, that's an, and, and my, my usual answer is the last one that I did. And the reason I say that is because if I didn't put everything, whether it was good, bad, or ugly, or completely a failure, if in that moment, if I didn't give it everything that I had, then I did a disservice to the character. Right. Mm. So I have to make it my favorite. The last one that I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Right? I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's been, it's been interesting. I mean, it's been, it's been a, you know, a ride. <laughs> and, and
0: yeah, oh yeah, I can imagine. And what is there a particular role or someone in particular that you'd love to work with in the future? Do you do you have goals that you like to set? Is there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 So you know, I mean, um, like some of my goals, like I at this age, uh, I really wanted this in, age in thirty. Land. No, no, no. Well, yeah, this age. Well, yes, thirty, <laughs> but this age. At, at at every age, like i I had a decade plan that I ah. wanted to do Othello. I wanted to do Oth- on stage, I wanted to do Othello, Richard the Third, and Macbeth, right? So I got to do Othello and Richard the Third in this decade. And now Macbeth I'll do this year. so those wow. the, those plans, you know, uh, they, they go on. There's some wonderful actors that I would love to work with. <laughs> I think, um, Meryl Streep is is one in a. I was gonna say one in a. That's too little. (laughs) One in a generation. That's too little. You know. I mean, there's some people like that. There are people like Kate Blanchett. I think is a wonderful actress. Mm. Uh, So there's some people that I would love to. Again, because when you lock eyes with someone, it makes you bring your A game. So if you're working with better people, good people, it'll hopefully elevate your craft and your work. And you've worked with
0: so many different actors, whether they're you know big-time Hollywood actors or you know smaller up-and-coming actors. Is there a difference that you can tell when you're locking eyes with you know a big A-list actor? Do they have a different feeling about them in terms of on the screen? Do you feel that presence, or do they just feel?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. uh, Some, some you work with, and all you see in their eyes is their ego. But (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> well yeah there's also that side to it there. yeah. uh, but but i think uh, i think there are people who have gotten to a certain place because they had something you, you know what i mean i mean uh usually what happens is that if, if you don't have the talent after the first second or third time people will realize that you know what eh, let's move on right but the people who get to a certain place have something to offer And, and yes, when you lock eyes with somebody who's been around, who's, who has, you know, you can feel it, you can feel an energy. There's an energy between people that that you can feel. I mean, it's the same thing that that happens. You walk down the street and there's certain people you want to be friends with and other people you couldn't care less about. Uh, You know, because there's an energy there. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Uh, Any, any advice? For for any upcoming actors or any sort of creative field, because I mean you've had such an a illustrious long career with many ups and downs, as you said. But what what would be your advice to to no, give? My, to... Advice is,
1: my advice is always dream big, but don't shy away from the amount of work it takes to make that dream come true. You know, uh, otherwise it's just a dream and the other thing that I always try to keep reminding myself of is that take your successes with grace and humility and take your failures or your defeats with grace and bravery. Mm. Right? And the last thing I'll say, and this is for the actors, that we know how difficult this business is and the amount of rejection and all of that, that comes with it. Just remember that whether you get a role or you don't get a role, the only thing they can accept or reject is what they saw of you. They can't reject all of you. I like that. Or yeah. accept all of you, Right. So, so, mm. so, so be, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself as all. Mm. No, that's great advice. Yeah,
0: it is. It is tough business. Um, with all that rejection, as you said, you know, it's not many, not many uh, professions. You know, you get hired and fired within a couple of weeks, and, no, I, no, I, and you got to, to continually was...
1: get jobs. You know, exactly. I was talking <laughs> to my brother like I can't understand that I have gone to maybe four interviews in my life or five. You know. And got a job, and then I was, you go to an interview, or you have like that situation every month. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I guess you just get get used to it, don't you? Yeah.
1: You do. I mean, look, I mean, the the thing is that uh, my father said something to me a long time ago when I was becoming an actor. And he said, you know, just remember that failure and success in this business both can ruin you. If you're not grounded, and I and I love that advice, and it's true because you know you get three good reviews, you get like some people noticing you, and all of a sudden you think you you know you can walk on water, and then you know you get three bad reviews and uh, people heckle you. You feel and- like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 Mm. Exactly. You know.
0: Yeah. Nah, you're 100% right. Uh, is there anything you wanted to say to the to the Dead Space fans or the Call of Duty fans or just fans of you in general today?
1: I would say please enjoy the, the game. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it, and I hope you guys have a lot of fun playing it. Um, if you guys are around, come uh, join me on my social media and uh, see all the other crazy things that I want to be doing in there. <laughs> yeah. Where can we find you? Instagram and Twitter? Uh, Twitter, I'm not that much on. Okay. Uh, yep. I mean, I'm, I'm on there, but it's, it's just like, I don't know how, how to say so much all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know I mean? Yeah. It's a full-time job. It's
1: yeah. a full-time job. I can't do it, man. No. I'm an actor. I need a script. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're on Instagram more. I am on Instagram. Yeah. I'm
1: on Twitter. I'm behind the Facebook.
0: scenes photos and, and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did all you get any behind the scenes from Dead Space? Do you remember? Is there any behind the scenes of you in the in the suit I do, it?
1: but I haven't put I haven't put it on, on Insta yet, but I will. You you gotta put it on. I, I want to see it. Yeah.
0: I really yeah, yeah. want to see it. I will. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for today for being so generous with your time, mate. We really do appreciate it. Is there anything? Thank you for having me. Is there anything um you know, Doctor Mercer can say to Dan, "Is there any way he can come alive and talk to Dan today <laughs> as we wrap this up?" I mean, you
1: said you love the pressure, All right? I'm, I'm... I do love the pressure. <laughs> what will he? What will you say to Dan? Mm. Um, he will say to him, uh, "Check for your dinner." There might be little surprises in your every bite. <laughs> and you leave it as big as that,
0: right? <laughs> I hope he means herbs and spices, not poison.
1: <laughs> Could poison? Could be uh... Uh, I, don't I don't know. Thank
0: you, man. We we really do appreciate Hi, you taking the time, man. Um have well, a great day. Having... And I uh